Hello, my friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Bandwell. Appreciate you joining me again on our chapter, The Journey. We are in 1 Kings, chapter 11. It was verse 6 that resonated with me. It says, So Solomon did evil in the eyes of the Lord. He did not follow the Lord completely, as David, his father, had done. Today's podcast is entitled, Rockstar Realities. A number of years ago, Nickelback made famous a song that I've always thought was the perfect embodiment of earthly desires, and it's catchy enough to be an earworm, so my apologies if I I create that happening today. Listen to these lyrics. I'm through with standing in line to clubs I'll never get in. It's like the bottom of the ninth and I'm never going to win. This life hasn't turned out quite the way I want it to be. Well, tell me what you want. I want a brand new house on an episode of Cribs and a bathroom I can play baseball in and a king-sized tub big enough for 10 plus me. So what are you going to need? I'll need a credit card that's got no limit, a big black jet with a bedroom in it, going to join the Mario Hall Club at 37,000 feet. Yeah, been there, done that. I want a new tour bus full of old guitars, my own star on Hollywood Boulevard. Somewhere between Cher and James Dean is fine for me. So how are you going to do it? I'm going to trade this life for fortune and fame. I'd even cut my hair and change my name. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just won't eat. We'll hang out in the coolest bars and the VIP with the movie stars Every good gold digger's going to wind up there, every Playboy bunny and her bleach blonde hair. Hey, hey, I want to be a rock star. You know, with today's chapter, the story of King Solomon's rather amazing life comes to an end. His story started out so well, showed such promise. When given the choice, he asked God for wisdom rather than fortune and fame. So God said he'd give Solomon both. As I get to the end of the story... I find that fortune and fame overpowered Solomon's wisdom, and it ultimately led to foolishness. What's funny about this observation is the way I find Solomon continues to be revered by so many of my fellow Jesus followers. My perception of this is that most must have never really read Solomon's entire story. They only know part of the cliff notes, the bullet points, That Saul asked for wisdom. God gave Saul everything he could possibly want. He was an ancient version of Rockstar, who was both God's man and got a life that compares to Nickelback's lyrics. Jesus talked a lot about the dichotomy between this temporal world and the eternal kingdom of God. He was also quite direct about the reciprocal relationship between earthly fortune and eternal fortune. In fact, Jesus addressed the matter with a very Solomon-like individual who approached him. Quote, one day one of the local officials asked Jesus, good teacher, what must I do to deserve eternal life? And Jesus said, why are you calling me good? No one's good, only God. You know the commandments, don't you? No illicit sex, no killing, no stealing, no lying. Honor your father and mother. 
And this rich man said, well, I've kept all of them for as long as I can remember. And when Jesus heard that, he said, there's only one thing you need to do then. Sell everything you own and give it away to the poor, and you'll have riches in heaven. Then come follow me. This was the last thing the official expected to hear. He was also very rich, and he became terribly sad. He was holding on tight to a lot of things, and not about to let them go. Seeing his reaction, Jesus said, Do you have any idea how difficult it is for people who have it all to enter God's kingdom? I'd say it's easier to thread a camel through a needle's eye than to get a rich person into God's kingdom. Well, then who has any chance at all, the others asked. Well, no chance at all, Jesus said. If you think you can pull it off by yourself, you have every chance in the world if you trust God to do it. That's Luke chapter 18, verses 18 through 27 in the message. So in the quiet this morning, I have to confess that I have my own rock star fantasies, though they look a little different than the Nickelback version. I'm also conscious of the fact that my impression of wealth is always in relationship to the small percentage of earthly rock stars who have way more than me. By that standard, I never think that I'm wealthy. Yet I am wealthy in relation to the vast majority of people on this earth that have far less than me. The conclusion is that it doesn't take rock star wealth to lead me to Solomon-like spiritual foolishness. It takes just enough to fuel within me discontent and fear and pride, greed, lust, and or envy. Because once that's done and that's fueled, then spiritual wisdom can easily give way and be overcome by foolishness. Wherever your treasure is, Jesus said, is where your desire is and where you will end up. Sobering thought. Start out a work week. I hope we have a great one, my friend. We'll be back here tomorrow.